Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. Welcome to Wine Talk for today, Thursday, March 17th. Happy St. Patty's Day to all of you. It's 6 p.m. Eastern. And I'm your host, dude, the Wine Guru, coming to you live from beautiful Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. during the show at 1-646-381-4860 or email me your questions at info at stewthewineguru.com. You can also go into my chat room here on the show page and chat with other wine enthusiasts or tweet me any questions you like at stewthewineguru on Twitter and I'll read them live on the show. I want to say thanks to all the listeners out there for getting the word out about my show. Welcome to all of you listening worldwide. I call that the power of the people meets the power of the internet. Now, if you want to find out more about me, just Google Stu the Wine Guru. You can find the websites, the videos, the articles, and the TV shows I'm currently a part of. Speaking of articles and reviews, I'm writing wine articles and reviews for Yahoo and the Examiner, so look for those as well. I've also made a Wine 101 video series that can be viewed just about anywhere on the Internet. You can look at it at YouTube or my website, www.stuthewineguru.com, so check those out. So, kicking off my Music Meets Wine series for 2011 is the assistant recording engineer behind the last two Beatles albums, just to name uh, one of the uh, accolades, and Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. 
He's also the creator and the mastermind behind the Alan Parsons Project, and he happens to enjoy wine as well. The name of this incredible musical force that has entertained us for many years is Alan Parsons. He'll join us shortly. Of course, the number to call in is one 381 or if you're shy and you prefer the computer, email me your questions for both Alan and I to info at stewthewineguru.com. You can also tweet me your questions anytime to at stewthewineguru on Twitter, and I'll read them live here on the show. As always, I mentioned I have a chat room opened up uh, that's interactive, and listeners can go in and listen to the show and ask questions as well. So um, you can go in there. You can ask questions of Alan or myself, and I will check into the chat room periodically, live during the show, to be able to ask your questions of Alan Parsons. Let me make sure that everyone listening knows Alan's website and can go there for more information about him and his great music. To learn more about Alan Parsons, go to www.alanparsons.com and find out how you can listen and buy his music direct. That's the beauty of the internet. You can sip some wine while you buy some music. Um, just some notes here as to a few things that are coming up. Um, I'm going to be at the Boca Bacanal, uh, which is the event here in Florida, in Boca Raton. Uh, they have some great dinners. They have some great, um, they'll have an auction that they'll be doing as well. And uh, you'll definitely want to check that out. I had gone to the South Beach Wine and Food Festival. That was absolutely fantastic. <clears throat> had some of the top winemakers there, uh, as well as some of the top uh, chefs, Bobby Flay, Emma Lagasse, Rachel Ray, uh, Anthony Bourdain, um, Guy Fieri, just to name a few. And uh, I put some of the pictures up for you to check out on my website. And I'll have some more some in, uh, information about uh, the the time I had there, and in addition to that, I had done some interviews for Italian TV, Rai TV, R A I TV, um, and I also have my link to the PBS Emmy Award winning show Check Please South Florida, so you can go on my website and click on that and watch my uh, my segment on that. Uh, as well as my NBC6 segments. And um, upcoming, I should have that available uh, not only to watch via the Internet and my website, but more so on the actual network and channel. CNBC World has a hit show. It's called Wine Portfolio. The host is Jody Ness, and uh, he travels the world in search of lifestyle and wine and good food everywhere. It has been literally almost every corner of the globe. He came to Miami back in November. We shot a great segment. I took him around to all the top wine places for wine, for food, and uh, that should be coming out shortly. So uh, look for your CNBC World listing. Uh, you can also go to the Wine Portfolio website, www.wineportfolio.com. And uh, that should give you some information as to when that will be uh, available to watch. Uh, that's CNBC World, uh, which is in, uh, this show happens to be in oh, hundreds of markets, 200 markets or so. 
um, around the world. So it'll be nice to be able to be on something that everybody can watch anywhere. In addition to that, I've done uh, an uh, upcoming project that I'm working on, which is um, narration of some Napa Valley wineries, uh, a project where they went to Whitehall Lane and a few other places. So without further ado, let me bring on uh, the man of the evening, uh, one of my, probably one of the, the, the top recording engineers of all time, Alan, Alan Parsons, you there? I am here. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic. And I'm even better now that I've got you on, on my show. I, I First of all, I want to thank you for being on the show and discussing your incredible music career. And, oh, and, uh, and, a bit, and a bit about wine with us tonight, too, which is going to be interesting. Okay, well, that, um, that's going to be a first. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an uh, honor. You know, I mean, to, I'm, I, I'm obviously used to talking about my career, but... Uh, First time I've been on a wine program, as far as I can remember. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a first for everything, and I'm glad I'm the one that's uh, the first you're having it with. So um, so let me let you know how it goes, Alan. So I have people who email um, from around the world. They tweet questions as well. Uh, and then there's my questions, of course, that I have. So there's no particular order here that I'm going to go in, so I just wanted you to know. So, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start with basically my questions, um, which are – so. The natural question is this. What got you into music from early on? What got me into music? Well, um, essentially being a, in a, born into a musical family, my, my parents were both musicians. Uh, um, my mother was actually a professional musician for a while. She was a harpist, um, but not playing a full-sized harp, just um, a classic, which is a sort of uh, a bit, it's a Celtic harp, a bit like an Irish harp. Yeah. And um, she sang traditional uh, Scottish folk songs and uh, was also a part-time actress. My dad uh, was a flute, uh, flute and piano player, mm-hmm. and um, both of which he, he passed on to me. I, I studied piano and flute classically as a child. And th- there was always music in our household, you know, there was always, uh, always classical. My dad was always playing classical music, which was his, you know, his thing. Now, and uh, one you know, day, I got, I got into pop music myself. I'm so sorry, I didn't didn't hear. You. I'm sorry. So, can one say this was your destiny in a sense to to um, to be a musician and to and to be a recording engineer and all? Yeah, pretty much predestined, I would say. Yeah. yeah okay. But, um, uh, my my dad also. I mean, it's it's worth mentioning. My dad um, was one of the uh, you know one of the people that introduced tape recording into my into my brain. We we had mm. a we had a, an early um, in a, an early uh, domestic tape machine, and you know, uh, in our household, I think he wanted to record me singing in my bathtub. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, that, so so I I learned how to use a tape recorder, and you know, from the the as early as I can remember. So, I was gonna uh, say, where are those tapes? Um, they they do exist. They do exist, and, and, and you know, given, given today's technology, it's really rare that you can play them because you, you, with all the number of changes of uh, of, of technology um, in the digital yeah. age, you know, you can still play an analog, uh, you know, quarter-inch tape made in the 40s. You know, interesting. So, uh, that's sure. amazing. Yeah. So, so I, I, I beg the, the here's the question. I, I'm, you know, a, a lot of people have asked me, and obviously I have to ask you, what was it like? 
to work with the Beatles in the recording session. I have to understand that. I have to wrap my brain around that. <laughs> it's 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 the one question. If if I if I could write down the top five questions that I get asked in interviews, guess what the number one would be? <laughs> I'm sure it's got to be that. Yeah. I hope you don't mind me asking it. Um, I, I I'd much rather you were a little more specific, you know, because um, okay. you know, obviously, just you know, I could I could write a book about uh, <laughs> you know my um, my experiences, you know, but uh, I mean, I'll be more just, specific if you like. Just in general, I can be more specific. So so what? So there you are. You're and you're recording. Uh, let's say one of the, whichever album you feel you want to you want to discuss, but. Um, were they easy to work with? Um, was anyone particular? And I don't want to use, you know, uh, um, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, a devo. <laughs> That's the only one I want to. Uh, well, yeah, but, you know, the, you know, you have to understand that I was very green. I was, um, you know, I was a 19-year-old, not, you know, not uh, long out of school, and um, it was. Um, a difficult time for them, you know. They it went, by the time that they were making the uh, Let It Be album, things were not that good. And, right. Um, but uh, you know, and, and I and I could see that um, I could see that friction between them. I could see the long faces, <laughs> sure. um, as as perfectly portrayed in the in the book that came with with the Let It Be album. Uh, you don't Absolutely. see any, uh, you don't see anybody really having a good time. The only time you see them having a good time is in the rooftop session. Oh, which looks um, amazing, by the way. Yeah. So I mean, just to just to be an observer, you know, uh, uh, in a, a sort of apprentice is, is is what I was doing, and so I, I was there with the greatest rock band of all time and being paid for it. So I was. You, pretty it happy. doesn't get any better than that. And and here's the thing: you were a fan, I imagine, as well. So that has to be mind blowing on on another level. Oh, absolutely! I, I was there, absolutely their number one fan. So. Uh, you know, to 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 uh, you know, to walk into a room for the first time that all four Beatles and George Martin there, it was you know a day I'll never forget. Oh, absolutely, and and, and I guess really what it comes down to is here's what I'm I'm getting at. There are I, I've had now, isn't that, wasn't that a better answer than what was it like to work with the Beatles? <laughs> yes, yes, most definitely. I appreciate it, Alan. Um, I guess the thing I was going to say was I've had May Pang. I've had very you know you and May Pang have something in common, which I'm sure you know, and that is. There's very few people on this planet that can speak of being in a recording studio with a Beatle, other than the Beatles and, of course, George Martin and uh, some of the other recording. A, a, a number of engineers it would be the only other people, yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. So you, um, you uh, musicians, you know, uh, ancillary musicians you know, like Billy Preston, Eric Clapton. Right. You know. But, you know, it's a rarefied air. And I guess that's kind of what I was trying to to, to bring out, and I, I think it's a wonderful thing. And I, um, um, you know, it must be it's a great feeling to have those those memories and something certainly on your resume. It certainly doesn't hurt. Um, yeah, my my biggest regret is never never having the courage to ask for a, for a photograph to be taken. You know, because you know, fo photos of me and the Beatles are extremely rare. I mean, there yes. there is I don't I don't think there's there's anything except you know maybe a, a couple of little uh, moments from the from the uh, video footage that the, well the film footage at the time that uh, that showed sure. me that that actually proved that I was there you know <laughs> but uh, I can assure, <laughs> I can assure you I was there. there one of the one of the silly things I did was um, plunking myself behind one of the main cameras on the rooftop because I was there on the rooftop 
Wow. So, um, behind the camera is one place that the camera is not going to see you. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. So, well, you know, uh, I, I was, I was, uh, you know, disappointed that I that I didn't make it into the movie and that. Uh, the fact you know, that you can say you were there, just that alone. <laughs> that, you've got bragging rights for the rest of your life on that. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I'm going to just skip to another question here. Um, uh, that I'm, and, and obviously I have a million questions. So you know this. I'm going to ask you in advance, Alan, that I want to have you on again um, at at some point so that we can you know get through some really good questions. Um, but I'm going to ask you know go to a question that um, that I have up first up is from Tim at Seven Springs from Warwick, England. And it says, hi, Alan. Firstly, my best wishes from the UK. He says, I am 57 and remember listening to the Alan Parsons Project when you started with Eric in the mid-70s. Great to hear you're still going strong. I still have a very scratched vinyl copy of Tales of Mystery and Imagination. And then, of course, he puts memories, great memories. My question to you is, do you have a favorite wine and music combination? I.e., do you listen to, say, Eminem and drink a Southern Roan or Beethoven <laughs> and a German Riesling? So that's his question from, from Tim at Seven Springs in Warwick, England. Well, um, I think um, I think I could say what my least favorite would be. Uh, le- okay. Least uh, would be uh, thrash metal and a 68 claret. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, oh, I, don't know. I, I picture I, that. <laughs> I, I think um, you know. Uh, I can honestly say, I've never never thought about uh, what 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 music goes with what wine. I mean, okay. uh, of course, good good wine go, goes with any music, and uh, yeah. And then that's an honest honest answer. It's true. Um, yeah. The next one is from Alberto Guaranja. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. From Lisboa, Portugal. It says, Stu, I very much like your show. I'm a guitar player and wine lover. My question for Alan is, how do you approach each recording session when you are, let's say, a hired hand as opposed to your own your own music? You're recording your own music, I guess is what he's trying to say. Thanks. So uh, hired hard hand as, as an engineer, does he mean? Yes, I think that's what he means. So this is Alberto Guaranja from Lisboa, Portugal. Mm-hmm. I mean... Um, Certainly, in my early days as an engineer, the, the, the engineer's job was very was very sort of uh, mapped out. You 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 had you had uh, you had a job to do. You had to uh, you had to put out mics. You had to create a sound balance, and do as you were told. It was not your job to uh, to uh, offer any suggestions to the artist or producer, um, right? Uh, in an artistic sense, only in a sound sense. Right. But um, so when, I, I think um, you know, as uh, as music developed through the through the 70s, and as I got into production, um, I was one of the um, one of the more unusual for the time uh, producers who also engineered their own records. Right. So um, I, you know, I I, I would be uh, engineering. Um, you know, I'd be hired as an engineer even though I'd got another career going as a producer, so I would perhaps be a little more um, bent towards making artistic suggestions as well. And I think, I think uh, you know, ultimately that did me a lot of good because, uh, you know, people, people liked to, uh, you know, to work with creative engineers that had something to say about, you know, the, the creative side of, of, what they were, of what we were trying to, 
um, achieve musically as well as sure. uh, from, from a technical sense. So, sure. Uh, yes. I I I, so, I I I could have I could have had some guilt about uh, offering artistic direction, but I th- I think that's ultimately what uh, what made me successful. That uh, that that I I wasn't afraid to to speak my mind about such things as the guitar being out of tune, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's just say I can just say. Uh, um, f- five words. Pink. I think it's five words. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, yeah, that's five. Um, so I mean that b- speaks that's seven, volumes. <laughs> Pink that? Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon is seven words. <laughs> seven words. Yeah. You know, so I've never been great at math, but um, <laughs> it's it's never it's never had any impact on my, my doing my radio show. So um, I was going to say that uh, that was. I mean that speaks volumes as to your you know your. Um, Contributing, and uh, and of course, um, and making phenomenal, um, very unique uh, first time, of course, and still it still holds up. I mean, this this many years later, I think. And tell me if I'm right. Um, it was on the Billboard charts. Dark Side of the Moon was on the Billboard charts some record amount of time. Am I correct? Oh yeah, it was, it was sort of like 400, uh, I don't know, 400 weeks or something ridiculous. You know? Longer than anything else, I, I think. Correct. Four hundred. It couldn't be four hundred weeks, could it? Yeah, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yes, yeah, but it was a very long it was time. The longest, longest album on the charts, I think, of Billboard history, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, so so your volume of work, just in just in the, the, those albums there, as I mentioned, of course, the Beatles and 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 working with Pink Floyd is just just outstanding. Um, the next question is from Stefano Bellati from Rome, Italy. It says, "Stu, you have a great music guest on." My question for is, Alan is: Is there is there a room somewhere else? <laughs> Yeah, New York. There is actually a Rome, New York. There's a Rome, yeah. New York. Is there? All right. There is. This, Absolutely. This, this explains why Americans always have to uh, explain. You know, always have to say Paris, Fra- Paris, France, Rome, Italy. Yes. You know, Amsterdam, yes. Holland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he says, "Stu, you have a great music guest on." My question for Alan is, "Who do you think are some of the great music engineers of today?" And what CDs represent their work? Thanks, Stefano Bellotti from hmm. Rome. Um, you know what? I, I'm really only aware of um, a specific specific engineers who have been around for a long time, um, who, right. who can who continue to uh, to win awards and and, and do well. Um, that's not to say there aren't there aren't great engineers out there. I, I'm just not familiar with them. Um, Okay. Possibly because possibly that's a question of musical taste. You know, I, I just don't listen to um, you know well-engineered um, modern music particularly. But uh, you know, so I'm sure they're out the there. I just, I, I'm sure they're out there. I just don't know their I just don't know their names and I don't know their work. Okay. So if I looked at your iPod right now, Alan, what would I find on it? You're assuming that I have one. <laughs> I do, I do, I do own one, but I almost never use it. Um, really? Okay. No, I, I, um, I was actually saying in, a, in another interview today that um, I, I don't devote a lot of time to listening to other people's music. Okay. Um, I tend to tend to tend to listen to music in, you know, while driving. Okay. I, I listen to the radio while driving, and uh, what but, do you um, to? Our, our household is is you know, generally speaking pretty music free. 
So, um, you know, and, and in all honesty, Island, that makes a lot of sense because I would think that, you know, since that's what you do for a living, yeah, you may I mean, want course, to. I, I, mean, I mean, my studio is, is in my house, so when I'm working, I'm obviously listening to music, but uh, don't, don't, uh, don't devote a lot of time to listening to other people's music, it has to be said. What do you do when you, in your free time? What do you do as a hobby outside of? Um, well, good food and wine is one of them. Excellent. But, um, um, I, I'm, uh, I'm a budding uh, amateur magician as well. I, I, I love, uh, I love entertaining people. Uh, you know, another another branch of entertainment is magic, and I, I love doing that. Interesting. Very, very yeah. interesting. So, and so it, you know, um, the, the people in the people involved in in, in magic are, are great people. You know, I've, I have a lot of friends who are magicians. So, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. So, and uh, you know, I'm 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 pleased to say, although I haven't seen him for many years, and, and David Copfield is one of them. Oh wow! And, um, okay. So uh, and he he actually asked me to um, participate in a documentary film he was he was making, which was nice. You know, he that's watched. wonderful. So yeah, so, ma- magic magic is my principal hobby. Okay. When so, I have so, time for it, I mean, I I seem to fill my life with just my my career and my home life, but. Uh, when when I have time on my hands, I love to sit down with a magic book and learn a new trick. You know. So so let my listeners know of your latest project. I know you're working on kind of an instructional music. Uh, um, it's, it's, I'm not working on it now. It's it's it's, it's very it's much finished. complete and in, in, in the stores right. now. Um, it, it's called the Art and Science of Sound Recording. Yes. And it's um, it's a three DVD set. Um, you can buy it. I mean, you can buy it as physical DVDs. You can buy it as downloads, and you can also buy it as streams at different price levels. But um, no, that's that's um, that's one of the things that I'm spending <laughs> a lot of time just just promoting it. And uh, you know, the the the, uh, the, um, the series has only been out since just just at the end of last year, so uh, it's still quite new. So we're we're doing a lot of. Uh, Promotional work. We're still finding uh, distributors in uh, foreign countries and things like that. Okay. So, and and, and very, very active, that? very active as a promotional thing. But the program is finished and out and re- and ready to buy. <laughs> so. And and one and one would learn basically all the techniques, um, you know, to being a good or an excellent recording engineer. Essentially, that is that. Yeah, that that's the intention. I, I mean, it, it, it it's partly. Partly to be uh, educational and partly to be entertaining. I mean, uh, uh, the, the average person has not ever set foot in a recording studio, so it's it, it's um, it, you know it's it, I think it's a, a glimpse behind the scenes. It's a sort of an attempt to lift the lid on uh, this mysterious art, which 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 uh, you know the 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 reaction we've had is great. You know, oh, I had no idea that's what went on in a recording studio. You know. Yeah, no, that's great. That's I think that's what people need to to know because it is it is mysterious. Um, and I want I want people to go out there. Um, go to www.alanparsons.com. Uh, AlanParsonsMusic.com. Okay, let me let me say that again. www.alanparsonsmusic.com. Uh, check out his website. Check out uh, this latest project uh, that he's yeah. There's, he's a, there's actually um, Stu. There's actually a, a dedicated website for the. Art and Science Project, that's, that is uh, www.artandscienceofsound.com. Okay. Well, yeah, and you have many websites that people can to check out, so that's good. I want, I want people to, to get out there globally um, with any 
interest in music and and what's behind it to create it um to check it out because uh you know it's 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 a great you're talking about the master of recording engineering and uh um with the with yeah, the I mean, we, we, we like to think that it appeals to everybody in in, in fact we're uh, we're looking to get it you know broadcast on discovery channel or similar you know because we think it has mass appeal not just musicians and and uh budding recording engineers okay um so we yeah, want to get the word out. That we we can reach uh, just just about everybody with it, and, and entertain them into to a certain degree. Well, that's the hope at least. Excellent, excellent. So I only have a couple minutes left here. We're gonna we're gonna end the show. What I wanted to ask real quick was: was there anything that you wanted to get out there? Um, is there anything about yourself that you think that um, that people would be surprised to know, or anything that you want uh, to get out there about? Alan Parsons, Alan Parsons Project, um, projects that are that are happening on their way out that haven't been completed yet. Anyway. Well, so, so many people um, associate my name with uh, the Alan Parsons Project. Yes. And um, that actually technically came to an end in 1987. Um, but I have been, um, you know, I have been recording as Alan Parsons ever since. But. <laughs> You know, so so many people think that you know my my uh, career ended in uh, uh, you know when when the Alan Parsons project uh, you know split up. Oh, absolutely but, not. Uh, I have I have been making music since then, and uh, I'm still, <laughs> still very much uh, but still very much at it as a as a producer as well. And I'm working with a couple of new acts right now. Excellent. Um, so uh, they'd be able to find that Alan. They'd be able to find that on on the website. Yes, um, and they can also check. They could also Google uh, one of the acts I'm working with, which are called Subclones. That's clones with the word with a prefix of sub subclones. Got it. So they're uh, there's somebody I'm I'm uh, very excited about. That's a, an outfit I'm very excited about. Alan, I want to thank you very much for being on my show. I'm going to have you on again because I, there's so many so much more I want to discuss with you and and have my uh, listeners have a chance to to ask you about as well. So thank you very much for being on my show tonight. <laughs> I, I'd assumed you were going to ask me about wine as well. But, uh. Well, I think uh, I, I, just, the, just the music alone was, was – you know, <laughs> it was a lot to get through just the music. And so I want to be able to focus on you know that, and then we'll, we'll talk about wine next time I have you on again, if that's great. Okay. Sounds great. I really appreciate it. Thank All you right, again. Okay, be you're well. welcome. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye. That was Alan Parsons. And I want to thank him for being on the show. I want to thank everybody that emailed and uh, and tweeted. Um, you, as always, if you have any questions about the show, you can email them to info at stewthewineguru.com. You can also tweet them to me anytime at my Twitter handle of stewthewineguru. You can go to my website as well at www.stewthewineguru.com and click on the link for all my wine articles, videos, and to listen to archived wine talk shows by clicking on the picture of my guest. As always, I say if it's time for the, to pour the wine, it's time for Stu the Wine Guru. Drink up, good night, and good wine. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.